0: You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Lana McLeod and Andrew Roman. And today we have the absolute honor of taking over the podcast. Now, Lindsay and Evie gave us a few questions today. We don't necessarily know all of them, but we're gonna walk through them with you and do our best to answer them and have a little bit of fun. So if you guys are ready, let's jump on into it.
1: You're listening to The Heart & Hustle Podcast with Landon McLeod and Andrew Roman, two regular dudes turned dependent on their sugar mamas and people who had the idea for The Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to up-level your business and life, or suck their men into puffing them up. So if you're ready to step to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you are in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to the fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your
0: hosts, Landon and Andrew. All right, let's dive into the podcast. So the first question they gave us is, what is the best and the hardest part about doing life with a multi-passionate woman? Andrew, I'm going to let you answer this first one. I feel like there's a pun
1: here about intercourse with the hardest part, but um, I'm not exactly sure how to, how to get that out. <laughs> um, but to be more real... <laughs> Oh, I probably should have laughed at that. <laughs> Leave you with uncomfortable silence. <laughs> it's okay. I don't. I I might not listen to this. So I, I I saw it in your face, so I didn't mind. Oh man. Um, I don't know. Lindsey's um, Lindsey is definitely a multi-passionate woman. I think um, she can. I think people like this tend to be a little maybe a bit one-sided with things. Um, so you know, like she 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 can dive into um her work 24/7 and just pump it out and crush it completely but um sometimes not always um catch up to all the other things happening in life which isn't the end of the world i think it makes us a great pairing because i'm i'm much better at maintaining the house and um other things so i think god definitely was definitely generous with us that he paired us together we do we do pretty solid um but i don't know it's an adventure it's really fun um it's hard to get her attention sometimes but it's really good yeah i don't know what what do you think that was that was kind of a vague answer
0: <laughs> no it's yeah no it's good i think i think both lindsay and evie are obviously very multi-passionate people they do a million things at once and they do them really well which is awesome i i think i when I met Evie, i have I still haven't I hadn't, and I still haven't met anyone that is that passionate about that many things and actually has the work ethic behind it. Like a lot of the time you see people and you hear people and they talk about what they want to do, but they don't actually do it or they don't know how to do it. It's really cool to see these <laughs> two that actually are passionate and then go after it. Mm-hmm. With all that being said, the harder part i mean the the cool part is like stepping into marriage. Like Evie and I will be soon, but like having a partnership. I mean, by with- by the time this airs, you may or may not be actually married. I don't know when this isn't scheduled. You, you guys had a date, right? Yeah, we're gonna do August. I think end of August. We we haven't confirmed, confirmed, but it's happening. That's awesome. Congratulations, yeah. by the way. Thank you. I don't know so if I much. said that to you in person <laughs> or in video form. Yeah, no, thank you. It's it's exciting. And it's it is like a it's a team. Like what you were saying with Lindsay. It's like you you need a partner and we can't all do everything perfectly and so it's good to see that but that would definitely be like the hardest part is like okay when you're so passionate about business how to, how to balance life outside of the business and how to balance um even even parts of the business like we can't all do everything perfectly and mm-hmm. so how to i guess learn how to juggle or delegate the things that you don't love or you aren't best at is can, can be definitely like the hardest part of being a multi-passionate person hmm but yeah I've,
1: I've noticed that since i quit my uh job last fall and started um being like a full-time homemaker stay-at-home parent whatever you want to call it uh-huh. um i've been trying to in- implement more boundaries for her personal health just because Like, it's like the kind of thing, like, if I don't tell her, like, it's time to stop working, she won't, she won't stop, like, or if I don't, like, put food in front of her, she won't eat, just because she just powers through it all, which is such a blessing as a, like, an amazing work ethic and being able to focus on her passions so, um, like, wholeheartedly, it is pretty beautiful, but also at the same times that can, that can lead to some pretty one-sidedness and um, you can get out of balance pretty quickly. So I kind of, I mean, I, I'm not an expert at it by any means, but I've been noticing that I've tried to s- create a bit of a balance just with some solid boundaries. She's, she's tried to fight me on it sometimes where I'm like, no, it's time to eat. <laughs> and yeah. she, she, she doesn't want to. And I'm like, no, stop working. You need to eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think in the end, it might be for the best. I don't know. We'll see. I'm, not, I'm definitely not trying to speak from a place of authority here, but we'll see how it works out. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a balance for sure. And like quality of life, you know, learning how to balance everything out and enjoy and work really hard. Mm -hmm. Not saying we've figured it all out by any means either, but yeah, definitely a process. I feel like we're definitely all in a season of kind of figuring that out right now. Yeah. So it's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Question number two Most
1: treasured memory you have with them, explain in detail. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if this is podcast safe. <laughs> <laughs> I had actually one of my favorite memories, ironically. Is this not- like
1: as like them as in or is it your most favorite memory of Evie and my
0: most favorite memory of Lindsay? Um, Most treasured memory you have with them. So I would just say like you and Lindsay together and Evie and I together. I'm not going to tell you all about my wedding night, so which okay, will there you go, <laughs> man. One of my favorite memories would be recently. I just got freaking engaged three weeks ago. Yeah, that was no, one of the congratulations, best memories of my life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw the photos. And Lindsay told me the whole story. It was amazing. Like you, yeah. you, you kind of showed me up. I did a... Yeah. I mean, Lindsay liked her story of how I proposed to her, and she was totally cool with it. But I feel like she totally... I you you maybe totally showed me up.
0: No by way. By like
1: going above and beyond.
0: It was really special. It was so special. And that was, I'd, yeah.
1: Incredible. I'd like to say that I would have done what you did had I been in a different situation. I had uh, I had been planning this big extravagant proposal and then I got mono and I just kept getting sick and sick and sick. Oh, and no. I was just like, oh, maybe next week I'll be have enough energy to do it. Oh, maybe next weekend. Oh, maybe next weekend. And then I got a trip to, then I was starting to feel better and we planned a trip to San Francisco and I just proposed to her in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. And it was just kind of like easy. And she loved it. And it was great. But when I think now that she is intimately experienced the quality of your proposal, she has a little bit of like... Hmm, Maybe he could have done better in her heart. Oh, no, but she has said it out loud,
0: so it's cool. I'm, yeah, I'm sure everyone was wondering what we did, because like I mean, I, but it wasn't that extravagant for me. It was like, well, I, yeah, I mean, that's like your most treasured memory, right? So go ahead and explain it in detail. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to go like crazy above and beyond to exhaust her specifically. I so I I proposed. It was about two and a half weeks ago at the end of a long. Uh, I guess season like three months of working specifically the last like month was just filming every day and doing a lot of work with Lindsay with the heart just with a lot of different things happening Mm -hmm. so with that being said I didn't want to make it too exhausting and stressful for her I wanted her to be able to enjoy it and have it really special but I didn't want it to be something that would just like yeah add stress to her so with that being said we did kind of something simple she and I actually had a scavenger hunt Temple. back when Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a scavenger hunt back in Reading, like four years ago or five, maybe five years ago almost. It was a small little scavenger hunt when she had come home from a missions trip and it was just notes around her apartment, but she loved it. Like she had a blast and it it was really special for her. And she loves getting little notes and she loves her love language is words of affirmation. And so with that being said, five years later, I was like, what a better way to propose than put her on a little scavenger hunt throughout the city. And then I was um, on a hillside overlooking our city up there with a blanket. And we had some photographers and videographers, but it was, it was exactly what it should have been. I mean, like it wasn't over the top extravagant, but it wasn't too simplified. Like it was, it was special and it was exactly what we needed. So no, it was, it was great. She was floored. Hmm. No, that was you. You really did great.
1: No, uh, all jokes aside, you you killed it, bro. Thanks, good okay, job. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, what about you?
0: Favorite treasured
1: memory? <sighs> oh, I don't know. There's a lot of them. I've never tried to put one as my my most favorite.
0: Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to go back in the book and pull them, pull them out. Our wedding was pretty special. We both really liked that.
1: <laughs> this is really lame i can't I can't like <laughs> I can't label one of them like I'm thinking to myself like oh when my kid was born oh like when we got married oh the trip we took to New
0: Zealand or like yeah, yeah stuff yeah, like yeah. that but I got it easy I just had a special moment that happened recently so
1: yeah no and and that's that has to be your default answer right unless you have <laughs> something special and unless there's like some moment in your mind
0: where you like you knew she was the one or something right. How was it this is a whole nother rabbit trail of a conversation, but that's like having okay. This a is a kid podcast, together, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> your first child. I mean, I'm not asking you to tell me exact all the emotions you felt, but like unbelievable. Like I always hear from people just how unbelievable that moment is when you have your first kid together and ours was really um
1: really interesting too because I don't know, you I, there's a podcast where Lindsay kind of goes over her birth story, I think. And it was a really traumatic um, couple weeks. That's right. Um, I totally forgot about that. Like we had a bunch of family drama that put her stress to the like to the max, and um, and then once that started getting sorted out, she went into labor, and it was this super drawn out like four day labor that ended in a hospital. Like we tried for a home birth, and it failed, and then it ended in a um, uh, a cesarean in a hospital and um wow. it was like it was really really emotional for me that like i don't cry i don't have that's not a like i mean i can get emotional pretty easily but like when when i'm emotional my tear ducts do not activate that's just not a bodily function that yeah. that happens unless i'm really overcome with emotion and mm. one of the, one of the only times in my life like my adult life that i've i've actually like Produced like maybe enough weepy tears was in the middle of the home birth when we were making the decision to go to the, uh, the hospital because Lindsay was like three days in ish ish at this point and she was just so done and she was absolutely pooped out and she was just so like I need to go I need like I cannot do this. And I was, I had been with her through the whole thing. And I was just like, no, I believe in you. I like, you are strong. You are powerful. And so we were fighting over whether or not to go to the hospital because I stood, was trying to stand firm and encourage her and be like, no, you can do this. Like, I do believe you You are so strong. You, you have you have what it takes. No, I do believe in you. And then she was just like, no, 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 I need to go. And in the end, like, i I was just like, so distraught because I I felt like she needed to like stay and push through this, and I was probably wrong and I probably should have told her to go to the hospital sooner, um, but I was absolutely convinced in the moment. But wow. it's <laughs> and wow. then we we finally went to the hospital and um, went through a string of different things and eventually had a baby through a um, cesarean, and that was emotional. All by itself, like the surgery was really traumatic for me because Lindsay was all drugged up, but I was very awake and standing by her head, and I could like feel them like tugging her body as she was uh, like getting ripped open. And oh it was- my goodness. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> that, how traumatic that got really that was graphic
0: awesome. really quickly, but yeah. I don't even remember what point I was. So maybe to make. not the most treasured memory with, I mean, verse. it is,
1: it is treasured because like in terms of connection and intimacy, we were both at our ultimate, like Lindsay was completely bared open, like, like completely vulnerable. And I was at the same point, like where we were both just at our wits end of like, I believe in you, Lindsay. And she was like, no, this is what needs to happen. And we were just, just overcome with emotion because of of how we both felt. And it was, I mean, in terms of, it's a, it's something I think about quite often actually in terms of like um, what should I have done? Um, Like, how can I learn from that going into our next kid because Lindsay's pregnant right now. And um, it was a really special memory, even though it wasn't necessarily the most smooth and lovey dovey and like picture perfect yeah um in terms of like bare connection between the two of us, that's definitely one of our high high points where like we've never been m- more vulnerable and more raw in front of each other before wow and and it's 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 definitely something really special
0: oh yeah, absolutely, man, I can't imagine well hey, you, oh, got, you you, you can't but you'll get there soon <laughs> eventually <laughs> do you and Lindsay have similar personalities like what do you think? oh we're we're pretty polar opposite i think
1: um she's an extroverted person i'm an introverted person um she's very much uh like emotional and i'm more detail oriented like we're 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 very different in a lot of regards we're we're pretty much opposites attract
0: yeah what about you and i I feel like i definitely agree with that i mean I've kind of had this internal conflict where I don't know if I'm introverted or extroverted and I don't know if it's because of, you know, you can like, be both. you
1: can be both. You can be an extrovert introvert and introvert extrovert. Yeah.
0: I, it's I think, thing. I think too, like, I think when we all grow up and we go through things in life too, it makes us more introverted or more extroverted, you know, like we can mm-hmm. go through situations or experiences that make us want to like kind of hide to get real deep and I think <laughs> I think naturally I am extroverted. Like I love talking to people. I love that. But as far as yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely think that I recharge alone, not with people, unless it's one on one. Um and Evie is very much a life of the party extroverted person. And so yeah, I think we're 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 similar, but she's definitely her personality is a lot more um I don't know, I guess, um, full of... I don't know what I'm trying to say. She She's just a, probably a little more extroverted than I am, but we do match really well together. And I think uh,
1: our upbringing, I mean,
0: we're different too, but... there's I don't know things. you as much as I'd love to know you
1: because, I don't know, I met Evie first, and we just never have had too much time in the same state. But yeah. um, from my, like just what i've seen evie is much more is evie is one of the most like emotive i don't even know if that's the right word like um, people i know like if she is excited like her face is just full like her body language every part about her is just yeah. full of excitement or yeah. sadness or like you just see every single emotion that's through her and yes. it's in it is absolutely genuine. Like there's, yes. it is 100% authentic. You see, you like what you get is what you see. And with you, you're much more calm, uh, not necessarily passive, but more like slow to like emote and like you're like you build. You're gradual. Like not that you're yeah, not emotional yeah. or like excited, but like like with Evie, you see it immediately. Absolutely. Like if and with you, it's more. Like it takes a second. Like you're more
0: reserved. I don't know. I would say that's very accurate. Yeah, absolutely. I think I definitely. I don't show. I, I show a lot at some points. Like I can be very emotional and I I cry a lot when I when I feel a lot of passion. Like I'm so a very That's pa- the exact
1: opposite of me. Where I can't cry. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm very passionate about stuff, but I'm like a quiet passionate competitor. I'm not a loud vocal competitor. I'm mm-hmm. like a quiet very very emotionally passionate person and yeah i I definitely don't show a lot of my emotions unless it's with someone safe like with you know with a a podcast yeah or a podcast (laughs) no like yeah but yeah personalities i think are similar in some ways but definitely different but we were talking about how they start the podcast and even on the podcast, like they have so much energy and always not just on the podcast, but always in life. They're always like, have so much energy. I think sometimes that might necessarily, might be, um,
1: more of, uh, like their theater backgrounds. Nice. Like, yeah. And, like, like they're like, I don't know if you noticed, but like, like they're a hundred percent engaged in their phone, just typing away, answering DMS, comments, whatever it is they're doing. And, yeah. and then they'll like, they're just like, their face is absolutely dead. They're like a robot zoned into what, what yeah. their thumbs are doing <laughs> on their phone. And then they, some thought pops into their head that they're like, oh, I need a story. And then just they hit the story button and then life springs into their bones and their face comes alive and they oh. just like pop it up and like, hey, just want to pop on oh, and man. like talk about this thing. And it's just like they can go from zero to hundred immediately.
0: Yeah. How do you feel with that energy? Do you feel like you can match that energy with them? <laughs> never, I think the never. obvious answer is of course not. Maybe because no. we're guys, but also. Not I don't know. slide is. <laughs> oh,
1: man. I mean, I, in general, I'm, I don't compa- I'm not very compatible with social media. It just doesn't function in my brain, like right. how to engage with people. And yeah. I, I've made a couple of attempts to try to like because like Lindsay's kind of a big deal on Instagram, I guess, and <laughs> you know I could help her or whatever I don't know, and I've tried to like do an account or something, and my account my attempt is like post once, and it's sad, but I don't yeah know, I don't I don't get it, it just doesn't click.
0: I feel like just being comfortable in, in our own personalities and like in our own skin, I haven't ever felt I've had a few people I think maybe say in the past like do you feel like you have to not compete, but like match them with where they're at or be at the same level as far as energy goes, not like business or work-wise. I'm just talking like personality, inner energy and stuff. I'm like, not really. I'm, I'm feel like I'm pretty confident in who I am. Like we all have our own personalities and our own ways of doing things. And I definitely, definitely do it a little different than her as far as my, my approach and yeah, how I communicate on a camera and stuff like that, but yeah, I don't know. I've never had a problem with that. I'm just like, yeah, this is me. That's you. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I totally agree. Good. Like, it's just what it is. Like, yeah. I am who I am. I think with with Lindsay,
1: I've gotten more secure because I've gotten um, like people enjoy seeing me as like the Easter egg on her stories, and when I do pop on or like <laughs> when it, whenever I do make an appearance and I'm genuine myself, it's definitely more. Um, appreciated than, uh, just like me bending to the needs of some sort of like sponsored post or whatever. So, uh, I definitely know that, that my, and in general, like from my, uh, observations of the, just the trend of this generation, I think there is a huge, um, of like increasing value on the currency of authenticity that, um, the pe- like this, this next generation can spot um, who is authentic and genuine like nothing else. One hundred percent, yeah. The people who have it are valued, and the people who don't are just thrown at the wayside. That mm-hmm. is, that is truly a currency in in the in the new world with social media and with the the changing of the definitions of what community is. That if you don't have if you're not willing to be authentic and definitely true then people aren't interested absolutely people want something real Mm -hmm. and like the the lines between real and like like the face that people put on and like what is truly real in the past might have been definitely closer or blurred and people couldn't see it as clearly or care as much but now like if you're not real and actually forward like it's it people aren't interested
0: that's one of the things that we've actually been talking about for like a year now. Uh, just a conversation that I've had with Evie is like long term. I'm the social media thing has been going on for obviously quite some time now. But as far as like online, the term influencer, all these things, right, that are getting more and more popular and more of the norm, like the new normal, which I'm 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 saying is normal and it's okay. But it's a new thing, like for individuals to have that pressure and being a face on a social media platform, Mm -hmm. all hours almost of the day. It's a really unique thing. It's really, really cool. And it's a great way to have a business and start a business. And I'm not talking negatively about it at all. The thing that I... Oh, there's
1: negative things we could say,
0: though. (laughs) Yeah, there's, there's plenty. Well, and this is one of them is like, the only thing that I'm aware of is being authentic, like just saying to agree with what you just said. It's like, how can we be as authentic, genuine, and real as we are online and still in a way that's engaging and like pulling in an audience and communicating well, but like being real and authentic so that we can, my point is so that we can long-term like sustainably be ourselves because how exhausting is it to try to put on a face constantly? Like when you're an actor in a movie, it's one thing, right? And you're an actor and you're in a movie, but when you're being yourself, all day every day online but you're not being yourself you're putting on a facade or a face to sell like that's exhausting it's exhausting and it's like that's something we've talked about of like let's make sure to always be who we are and not try to become what we're supposed to look like to be this person but let's just be real and I I can't say that everyone's always perfect at that I don't think that would be normal for everyone to always be perfect like it's a learning curve but that's definitely something that I'm constantly aware of, and I think we talk through like, "All right, where are we at? How are we doing? How is our mental health? Or how is our heart? Where are we coming from? Where are we talking from? Are we trying to be something we're not? Are we being ourselves? Like just coming back to the center of that, I think, is really important. Mm-hmm. But wow, I absolutely, know. I That's think the, whole, uh, the, the Holy the
1: Holy Spirit's definitely been speaking to me about that and opening up uh, my eyes with Austin, authenticity. Because like when my, you know, living out the gospel and with my inner conversation of like, of my Christian worldview, sometimes I I don't let it come out because I'm afraid of changing the nature of relationships because like I don't want, you know, this just this genuine work relationship that's, you know, lighthearted and worky. And, you know, this is how you know who I am to change into, okay, now um, this is... This is me as a Christian. This is me in the worldview that I am. Um, this is what I truly believe, and I genuinely care for you and want to want to show you what the gospel is. Want to want to preach what the gospel is. Um, but the re- I think what I'm coming to learn is the reality is like people genuinely care about the authenticity, and they're not turned off by the weird spirituality of um, actually. Living out the gospel, it's it's actually more um, uncomfortable for them to not, or less less real for them for them to experience you as as just a person who isn't willing to change the relationship, or is just willing to, you know, live at f- surface
0: value. Totally, yeah, I agree. I think too, a lot of the time, with like with what you said, it's like people just simply. You said living out. Like, that's all we have to do, I feel like, you know, not to get stuck on this conversation, but like to live it out. I don't even remember what we started with. (laughs) (laughs) But I think even as business, I mean, even as an online platform, you know, as business owners, whoever's listening right now, you know, I'm sure there's plenty, if not everyone or a majority that are either business owners or aspiring business owners. It's like, as Christians or believers or followers of Jesus, it's like, we just live it out. We just love, (laughs) like, if we had to do anything, it's just be kind like mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's I mean yes there are things that we do want to do of course right and we want to we want to speak things out and we do speak things out but I think sometimes we have to pull ourselves back and start back at are you being kind <laughs> like are you going out to restaurants and tipping people well are you loving people like are you doing mm-hmm. the simple things and not trying to fix someone but just just you, you know like, create a genuine connection yeah and, yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah just love someone <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but man yeah it's hard so the whole social media thing just to kind of go back to that, it's just like it can be, it can be daunting, and it is a new thing for our generation, and it will continue to evolve, I'm sure, into a lot of stuff. But being our authentic, real selves, I think that's mm-hmm. that's definitely uh, yeah, important. I mean,
1: I mean, from all the podcasts, I don't, I haven't listened to every podcast, but I mean. Lindsay and Abby constantly say, you know, show your face, you know, show up on Instagram, whatever it is. Like, it's it's the same thing. Authenticity is a new currency in our age. Yeah. In our generation.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Believe it. Well, (laughs) I have a question as we Um, have a few here on the list, but one of this, this one, it says, have you ever struggled with your significant other? being the one that brings in most of the finances um i've i've never had trouble
1: with that because me and Lindsay have traded the pants on and off a few times in our marriage when we first got married i wore the pants um and i worked we got married in may and then all through the summer i worked a job when she had just started like right after we got married she decided to go full-time photography Quit her job, or right, no, she got fired from her job. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> she, she just went straight into it. And, you know, when you start photography, you don't make a whole lot sometimes until you get going. Um, and so I worked full time. And then that fall, I was a uh, student, full time student. I worked two part time jobs, but it was not enough to make the bills. So we kind of changed the pants a little bit. And every cent from her that she made from photography. She uh, we we used to pay bills. And then in that winter, I joined the Coast Guard and uh, then 100 percent of my paycheck went to pay bills. And so I wore the pants for a little bit. And then from there, as long as I was in the military, my, my paycheck paid the bills and her paycheck was the fun money. And now that I'm out, her her paycheck does everything. Um so to get a back and of, forth, yeah. We've kind of it. done back and forth and it hasn't, it's kind of been You know, I don't. I don't think I'll take them back again. I think. I think she's pretty secure. She likes those pants. Like they fit pretty good. (laughs) Um, But you know, it's never bothered me too much. Yeah. I don't know. What about
0: you? I think it's something we're gonna figure out more. I mean, we haven't been married, obviously, so finances haven't been something that we've like talked deeply about and (laughs) super openly (laughs) about. Uh, (laughs) It will be (laughs) the future. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I, I feel like we both have a pretty healthy like understanding of money and mindset with money. And I mean, money's uh-huh. a byproduct. Uh-huh. Like money's a byproduct of working hard and of doing what we love a lot of the time. And we both didn't come from a ton of money, obviously. like she didn't come from a ton of money. I came from i mean, I grew up in a small apartment in the low poverty side of town my whole life. So money wasn't something that we like stepped into or were, were given. We've definitely, um, we're definitely people that work really hard constantly uh, to earn the paycheck and we're very passionate. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't ever feel threatened by, I've never felt threatened by her income. I always think it's awesome. I'm like, how can I support you? And how can I come beside you and cheer you on? And vice versa, you know, whenever I have a busy season or I have a lot of different moving wheels going on. How can you support me? So yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever struggled with that at all. I've never felt intimidated by like a money role. I don't know if that's like an old generation thing or if people feel that way sometimes, but I don't know. I feel pretty confident in, in our roles and what we do. And I don't really think about that too much.
1: I don't know. I wonder if,
0: if, uh, we, I mean,
1: I mean, I've been married for five years now and, uh, And this is, I mean, even from the beginning, it kind of, um, like trading pants back and forth or, or, um, having a very productive wife was always something that was part of our concept. Like maybe in the past, it's something like, you know, uh, lady, like is a homemaker for 20 years and then starts trade, taking the pants on. It it might be a whole different in terms of changing up the dynamic of your marriage, but like this is the foundation of our relationships. Right. So, um, That's definitely something that we're we're very, I don't know, we love, I mean, I I can't speak for you exactly, but I love that Lindsay is so, you know, entrepreneurial and industrious and like really is is capable. And, And, you know, money's nice sometimes,
0: you know. It, yeah. it, it buys me nice things, and I like them. Yeah, I bought. <laughs> I married her for her money. Mm-hmm, no, absolutely. I, I just, I. To be serious, though, I think I. I mean, when you have people that have like that drive, right? Like the the first thing we talked about, like being multi passionate people. Like when they're so passionate and so focused and so hardworking, money's a byproduct. And there was never a question of like, will money come, unless you just make a ton of really, really bad decisions and you're (laughs) multi-passionate and hardworking but apparently don't know how to uh, save and invest so and that will happen too so yeah I don't know it's 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 all it's all good it's all balanced but how do you find that you support Lindsay with all like with working so much it's one of the things Evie and I have you know we're always going to work through I think both of us at different times but how do you kind of support her like through the busy seasons? And it kind of I mean, goes back to roles, I guess. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's yeah, it's the division of labor in your marriage. I don't know. We've, we've pretty bought into I'm um, more, um, support and she's more primary in terms of, um, income. And, uh, so and it, it changes things once you have kids. I think when we were, when we didn't have kids, it was more like we could kind of both do our same, the same thing at the same or our own thing at the same time. Yeah. But now that we have kid, uh, one kid and one more on the way, it, you kind of have to like coordinate a lot more to, to take care of them, especially and, and it also depends on like what your standard of care for those kids is. Like if you're, if you're shoving them in daycare, that's no problem. Like you can both work willy nilly. Um, uh, but you know, we're pretty interested in being very active in our children's lives. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, we're, we're very, we I mean, we maybe need to communicate more about it because, uh, I've, I've found in marriage that all problems stem from communication. At least 90% of problems are communication. And so, you know, I always communicate, but, uh, she's usually more primary and I'm more, uh, taking care of the kids and stuff and in support, which is totally fine. And it, it kind of actually in this, in this season, particularly it had a sudden change, which had some conflict, uh, with it but now I'm um, we're kind of both on 100% and it's it's interesting we're kind of scrambling but we're we're figuring it out yeah so it's uh, just okay. you know over communicate and you know you guys are a
0: team and you figure it out and you work together and um yeah that's good yeah I definitely agree with that I think with Evie it's me learning like her love languages knowing what she loves and what she needs like when she's exhausted So when she's in those crazy seasons too, I totally, it's like, how can I serve you? How can I love you and help you and like come beside you best? And I think also in those seasons, just knowing to be gracious and patient. And for me, like trying to just be like, okay, I'm going to be extra patient. They're overwhelmed or they're doing great. They're handling it well, but they do have a lot on their mind. They're thinking through, how can I support? I think that's like my constant mindset. but. I don't know. I think that's kind of marriage too. It's like going through hard seasons, and I would think and hope and believe that they would do the same when we go through those things. It's like cool. How can I come beside them, help them, support them? I like mm-hmm. buying her flowers whenever she has launches, just showing up and giving her flowers. And I don't know. It's always a fun one. So
1: that's that's um, that's definitely engagement like boyfriend work. You know, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's definitely pre-marriage. <laughs> you just wait. Oh man, uh, I. <laughs> I mean, I I try to do the same thing, you know, and uh, sometimes I succeed. Sometimes I definitely fail. Um, I'm not perfect. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: man.
2: If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love. The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations.
3: If you've been at your wit's end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high-quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression... Ooh, we got you. We created the Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop, and we'll see you there.
2: Did you know that the number one type of post that does the best on the gram is photos of yourself? And it's not just Instagram. Sharing photos of you on social media, your blog, your website, et cetera, instantly creates connection with your ideal client. And if you own a business or market products or services online, you need to have regular content photos of yourself, period.
3: But I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and guess that you struggle with sharing photos of yourself, right? you know you probably should be posting yourself more, but you struggle feeling confident in doing that because you don't know the first thing about how to take content photos of yourself. Ones that leave you feeling confident and help your ideal client relate and connect with you. If you've been nodding your head to all of that, like, yup, Lindsay Evie, that's me, I need help. Then we have the solution to your problem. And that's introducing the content photo miner.
2: Yes. In this mini course, we take you step-by-step through conceptualizing, planning, and styling a content photo shoot, all the way to the final product of posing and actually taking those photos of yourself for your brand and your business. We teach you how to plan style outfits, scout locations, get good light and color match for your outfits, how to do self portraits of yourself with a tripod, and posing tips to know in order to get content photos that feel authentic to who you are and connect with your audience. Now, to grab this mini course, Go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash content dash minor. If you've been holding off on sharing you with your audience because you just don't know how to get started, we got you covered. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash content dash minor.
0: Dude, this, okay, so I've been looking at this question for a second now. It says, how often do they stop what they're doing? (laughs) I saw that one too. How how do you feel about that? Like, how's that with you guys? With that, like, how often do you guys actually just set down the phones and be engaged, like, for a moment or an experience or something like that?
1: Mm -hmm. I usually try to uh, make her set down her phone uh, regularly because I I kind of refuse to have conversation with her if she's on her phone, like, and I do it fairly passive aggressively, Um, definitely. Tending on the aggressive, where if, if like I'll ask her a question and she's like trying to answer it, but also trying to like scroll or type or something or answer DM or whatever, then I'll be like, oh no, you're in the middle of something. I'll wait. Yeah. And then I'll just stop. And, or, um, or, or <laughs> if she's like, if we're like doing something and then like I see her on her phone, and I'm like, oh, okay, when are you gonna be done working? And, <laughs> Maybe yes, not the best, that. yeah. Not not the best tactic in terms of like definitely the the preferred tactic is communicating. You know what time is work time or like oh something came up like this is this is what needs to happen because like we're, usually if we communicate we're pretty good at working together. Like I understand she needs to like do stuff. You know it's not a problem. It's more of like ex, eh, I mean expectations are the worst. Um, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're like, Oh, this was my expectation of like, this was our family time and I see you have your phone. That means that you're working. Absolutely. Oh man. Yeah. Th- that, that crushes me. Or like, I thought it was something and you thought it was nothing and you're working and now I'm, I'm crushed and it's, you know, yeah. um, that but in terms of like, how often did you, do they stop and take out their phone and film something? It's, it's definitely daily. How, yeah. how often do they stop me from doing something? Um, <laughs> I've. That's probably maybe like every couple days to every week when like I'm doing something and she's like, oh, no, 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 stop, do it again so she can film yeah. it. That's oh, like oh my that's gosh.
0: as often, but it's definitely uh, definitely uh at least once or twice a week. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, my gosh. I remember, so we've been together every night for like, it was 2017, so about four and a half years ago, I think it comes Is out. Is that so including that. the break? <laughs> Uh, that is including the break. Yeah. So those of you that don't know, (laughs) yeah, we, we met in 20, I think it was 2016 actually. And we dated for six months and broke up for like 10 months. School ended, did long distance and then came back. So it's been since then, I think it's been like three, it must be about three years. Anyway, with all that being said, we've learned how a little bit, like I noticed in the beginning of our relationship and it was even me as well, like going to do things and I would want to capture it on video. It was back a little bit, maybe like in 2016, 2017. And I was caught up in that season of kind of starting to do things just to post about it. I don't know if you've ever been there for anyone's listening has been there where you aren't fully engaged in what you're doing to actually enjoy it, but to more show the world what you're doing. And I was in that season for like a couple months and I ended up can't, or deleting my social media for like a year just because I wanted to learn how to be present and actually enjoy life in front of me again. But Mm -hmm. when we first started dating, there were a few moments where I found us filming everything that we were doing or it felt like everything, and I had to kind of communicate like, hey, I feel like I'm performing at moments when the camera comes out and films me, and I actually just want to be just us and like no phones. And now, I mean, I think we've probably gotten a little more used to it, so I'm maybe more used to it now, but a lot of the time I have my phone out when we're on dates and stuff and and it's not necessarily, or it's not for social media normally at all. It's just, I do a handful of other things as well. And so I'm answering messages and sending emails and stuff like that. So I find myself having my phone out a lot because there are kind of time sensitive things. And so learning how to like either give that task to someone else that can handle it or just turn off my phone and deal with it. It's definitely something that, yeah, learning how to.
1: Yeah, but you, you, um, you're a lot different than me. Like I used to have a flip phone for like almost a solid year. Yeah, you did. Like oh. I didn't um I don't I don't need a smartphone by any means. Like you actually do more business, like actual work, kinda need one. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just like a luxury of, you know, watching YouTube while like, I take a shit like it's not a really right. big deal <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so and i also tend to dislike having a smartphone and around me yeah but um that's,
0: you know, yeah the, that's that's funny what's your favorite thing about seeing Lindsay and evie together like just their dynamic or their business or I oh guess,
1: yeah um I it's definitely uh i i when when they're together i see god working yeah and yeah um I see the Holy Spirit interacting between the two of them and the just the the synergy of them working together is absolutely beautiful. Like when when like if if there's ever an opportunity for Lindsay to get out of Kansas or out of Hawaii and make her way to California to see ebby I say take it because their time spent together is just just so bountifully productive. It yeah. is absolutely unreal how, like, just how life-giving and how, like, how amazing, like, they just flow in a way that I've never seen people flow together. Like, I, it's, it's hard to describe, but the only way I can kind of put it down in words is, like, the Holy Spirit works between them two in just a beautiful synergy that um, when they're together, like, they have ideas, they collaborate, they just, things happen. And it's something that I try to encourage at any point in time. Absolutely. Like if there if there's anything that can bring them in the same room, do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty wild that they have worked remotely in different states for the majority, almost all of their career, you know, in their business lifetime. So yeah, when they're together, it's just unbelievable how much they can get done and how productive they are. Like you said, it's really cool. And like the mm-hmm. energy they bring to one another. Because they mm-hmm. are so similar. So they just it's like
1: it's I don't know, it's a hard it's a flow that's hard to describe. It's like they just bounce back and forth, like, and things just seem easy. Yeah like it's just like a teamwork that is natural. And like, um, I'm sure they're only gonna get better as the years go on and they deal with conflict and stuff like that. But like, like them working together is just easy and it's beautiful and it's really fun to watch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so obviously you listen to the Heart and Hustle podcast.
1: Uh, at my, more I, than I, you probably. I do more than you. <laughs> I, I try. I'll, I, I've I've started listening. I started listening to it, and I I go in order, so I don't like skip around. Yeah. And I think I'm in the 120s, and there's like 140s. Nice. I don't know. I have myself my phone somewhere. So I try to listen to, any, uh, to all of them, but I add the uh, add a disclaimer. I listen at double speed because I think Lizard <laughs> Heavy top super duper freaking slow. Like they really? just like they they just like get their words out there like it's molasses. It's oh takes far, freaking ever.
0: The I cannot molasses. stand
1: it, so I had to speed it up. And if you speed it up, it it goes faster.
0: So oh man, I feel can listen so bad. A lot more. I feel bad hearing that. I think I remember when they first started the podcast, and I. I think I listened to the first like five in a row, and I, I listened to Brady's. I think when Brady was on it, I think I listened to his. There were a, a handful of others. I think I listened to, but I don't know why I haven't listened to their podcast. I should probably, I should probably be a better I don't fiance. Know. Like uh, I,
1: it, it, I like ninety nine percent of the reason why I listen to it is because Lindsay is emotionally attached to my listening to it, and so True. she appreciates. <laughs> If I listen to it. So, you know, that's why I listen to it. It's because she cares. I should probably um, ask
0: Evie if she feels the same way.
1: <laughs> but you know, they they do good, you know, they 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 get on good guests who, you know, you hear from interesting people and like right. um, it's 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 all really good advice. My favorite yeah. reason to listen to the podcast is to hear what they say and remember it. I, I, I don't know. Sometimes my brain locks things in and I just like it attaches. And I'll, um, uh, on a number of occasions, I've, I've heard them like talking and like, um, I don't, I can't, i having a hard time thinking of an example, but like they'll be saying something and I'll be like, oh, I was listening to this podcast. These two ladies were talking about how you, you do this, this, and this. And they'd be like, look at me and be like, we said that. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Now do it. <laughs> nice. Now live it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's 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 always a, a struggle in life. Is you know, sometimes you have the knowledge, but you need to turn it into action.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Oh man. <laughs> oh gosh, I love them. <laughs> I, I love them too. It's it's yeah. just such a unique like partnership, and it's so cool to see. Yeah. It's it's unique to see, and it's unbelievable to see how much someone in a team of people can can do, can create, mm-hmm. can tackle when they're both on the same page and focus. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Have you and Lindsay ever started a business together? Do you guys plan to? Do you guys see that like in your future? <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, we we talk about it a lot
1: because um, Lindsay gets anxious about all her all her eggs being in the heart basket. And sometimes, depending on the launch schedule of the heart, um, has a little more time. And so she's like, we think about like, how do we do things? Like, wh- where do we want to put our time? Like, what 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 ways could we invest um, and grow and use the skills that we have in other ways? And so we talk about it a lot. We like really, really like real estate. And so, you know, we try to, you know, we we'll probably invest, in experience being landlords and, you know, getting rent and all that good stuff, passive income and whatnot. whatnot. Yeah. But, um, uh, a lot of times we, we, we throw back business ideas a lot of times, but we're very, we're at the point, I think we're, we we do not see the point in starting something just for futility. We're really interested only if we're passionate about it. Um, so right. usually if it, if it's like, oh man, I can't see myself doing that for a long time, then usually kind of the idea kind of dies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I totally get that. Mm-hmm.
1: But you guys have business ideas like left and right. You guys do stuff
0: all the time. I think <laughs> you have like a dozen LLCs to your name. I know, and no one knows about them. No, uh, I I think we do. I think we're both very, like, we, we love businesses. We love starting mm-hmm. businesses. And, and you don't have any kids. We don't have any kids, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think we definitely, I mean, I'm... I love things. I love trying new things and starting new things. One of the things though right now in this season is we want to be careful not to like start a business super, super dependent on her and I working in the business together every day in the first year or so of marriage. Like we don't necessarily want to run a business together as we start our marriage. We want to be able to have a little bit of like a different schedule and different um, jobs and duties and stuff. So With that being said, like we do have a few businesses that we run together, but I do different tasks. I run different parts of them that she does. So we're not necessarily side by side doing them together Mm -hmm. all day long. Um but yeah, I think I think like as you're as an entrepreneur too, and someone That constantly has ideas. They're all good ideas, but it's just doing the right thing at the right time and not the right thing at the wrong time. And there's been Mm -hmm. many moments where it's like, oh, let's start this company. Oh, let's do this. Let's do this. And I think as you do things and you start to get credibility and you start to get a brand or a name for yourself, like it is easier to start more things and probably get traction. Like, you know, and you know how to do it, right? Like when you're a business coach or you've gone through these steps, you're like, oh, I can do that. I know how to do it. And so it's like, the world is your oyster. You can do a lot, not anything you want, but probably a lot of different things, but just trying to figure out if it's the right thing. So yeah, Yeah. I would definitely do business with her. I think we'll always do business together. I think we work really well together, but Mm -hmm. marriage will reveal more of our personalities and just how we kind of balance out, you know, different business specifically things. So we'll see. We'll yeah, no.
1: It, I think um, maybe that, it's probably good that you have that from the beginning. That context of like working together and being married. Um, yeah. I don't know. We 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 failed at that once. Um, when when Lindsay was full in the swing of photography and like crushing it, like doing elopements and like destination weddings all the time. And like definitely raking it in with the photography before the like heart had taken off. Mm -hmm. Um, We tried to make me her editor because I had a little bit of free time and I wanted to be a part of it. (laughs) And it crashed and burned. I was, oh man, us working together in that capacity just sucked. (laughs) It just sucked. Oh, it man. was so terrible and we, we couldn't figure out how to make it work and it ended up like we like I rescinded the responsibilities and we went back to normal as just like husband and wife. And now we're trying to take another plunge in like me taking more parts of like business tasks and like things that are her babies like me uh, like owning a little bit of. And uh, we're much more careful of like how we do it, how it affects the relationship how it pulls from our marriage, how our marriage feeds into it, and all that good stuff. But like, it can be like, it can be tough. Uh, like marriage. I I mean, I'm I've only been married five years, but I, I mean, I've learned that marriage is such a powerful relationship. That like a healthy family um, flows out of a healthy marriage. Yeah. Like yeah. so like healthy lives flow out of a healthy marriage. Um. But. We we don't have a whole lot of expertise in healthy businesses flowing out of healthy marriages. And we're figuring that out. And we have some failures. We have some successes. And I don't know, maybe there'll be a podcast about how to have a felt healthy business flow out of a healthy marriage in like five yeah, years. That's a good yeah. <laughs> a but podcast. Like, it is it is beautiful to see how powerful a marriage can be in that rhyme. But um <laughs> <laughs> like it's such a it's such an amazing relationship that God has put together to be uh, particularly special. And um, it is really life giving, but it does take
0: some work. Absolutely. You're,
1: you're, you're in for a treat, my friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's go. <Yeah>. Adventure. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see the last one here. It says Describe a day in the life. With Lindsay oh. Roman, what's or, or or BTS? What's BTS? Uh, behind the scenes. Oh, day in the life behind the scenes. You're typing. It's fingers it's not, <laughs> and moves. What's a day in the life with Lindsay? It's um, got to be filled with excitement and adventure constantly. Right? Oh,
1: constantly. Yes. She Elise is just,
0: just screaming and running around like a loving little happy child. She is. Yeah, she is loving and happy and always She's so happy.
1: Um, usually uh, I wake up. <laughs> Between like 6 and 6 30 and I get out of bed and start like reading my Bible and praying and stuff then I Eloise starts crying between 6 30 and 7 30 oh and gosh. then that wakes <laughs> <laughs> that, that wakes Lindsay up um, because Lindsay doesn't set an alarm she just rolls out of bed and grabs the kid and uh, then starts reacting to whatever happens next and so I'll, I'll usually start like making some food or doing some stuff like that and getting us ready for the day, and uh, then we start tasking and like I don't know. Right now I'm, I've been being I've I've been taking on the role of contractor and f- finishing our house up. Um, you so guys have usually
0: been you guys have been in it for a while, trying to get that yeah, house all set up.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll be done in a, in a week or two or something like that. Yeah. And, um, so I usually, uh, now I've Lee, I leave and go work on that. Um, and then Lindsay kind of is left to fend for herself without Louise to either get help <laughs> watching her, or watch her while she works. And then, um, and then, or we'll like tag team it depending on what our workloads are and what we're doing. And we just communicate through that. And then, you know, I'll do all the cooking and we'll get done around like five or six and then we'll hang out and eat or, put Eloise to bed or hang out with friends or something. And Usually after Eloise goes to bed, it's more like the breathing time. Yeah, I bet. Like, <laughs> man, let it go and move on with your life and then go to set and go sleep and do it again.
0: Come on. It sounds mm-hmm. like a dream life.
1: Mm, it is dreams.
0: <laughs> the, the life of having a baby. Oh, man.
1: Babies are fun. I'm ready for <laughs> another one. Or or two or three. Oh, my gosh.
0: That's or four awesome. or five.
1: <laughs> I want all the kids.
0: <laughs> Abby said, How many kids should we have? I said, Let's have 12. Just kidding. We've talked about having like six, though. We both love kids. We'll see. We'll uh-huh. see. Dang. Well, where are you going to have them? Like, like literally? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, what state? Yeah. Where are we going to raise them? <laughs> That's a conversation <laughs> that all the listeners can pray that the Lord would guide us and show us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We'll oh, see. definitely. I'll I'll insert we'll my opinion. Yeah, we'll see.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think we should ever um, push Lindsay and Evie to live in the
0: same place at the same time? I wouldn't. Definitely, would not be against that, as long as this is in a good place. We've talked a lot I tried about. To, I wanted Evie to
1: lose, I mean, you guys were kind of doing your like thingy, and I don't know if it was the break or the just the makeup or whatever. But we tried to get Evie sure. to move to Hawaii. Yeah. Which would have been perfect. And well, she didn't we, want to go she had to be a Southern California girl
0: yeah we've talked about moving to Hawaii and now that you guys are gone and everyone's kind of left we won't probably <laughs> but yeah we actually talked about that for a while before we were actually ever engaged ironically but we, yeah we talked about the idea of living there for a few years and
1: would have been great then we left
0: yeah I don't, if I don't you know. would
1: have been there we probably went to left
0: hey never know I we love Southern California I, I was born and raised here she's lived here for like Two two and a half years now, but she obviously was here a good amount before that, and her some of her relatives live uh, in San Diego, so kind of nearby ish. So I love it here. I think Southern California is unbelievable. I mean, every time we leave and come back, I'm just like, why did we leave? Like, this is the dream. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see where we end up. I hope uh, you know that we have the opportunity to have built a little bit of a real estate uh you know property and we can have a place out here at someday at some point and maybe have a few other properties somewhere else and use them as rental properties or some sort of income sources so Mm -hmm. we'll see i would love to always have a house out here my family all lives out here so yeah well you're the airbnb master so hey that helps we'll see you got a great start yeah no it's going it's going well so We'll see what God does and where he takes us. And I said, hey, as long as God is guiding us and leading us and it's 100% from the Lord... I don't care where we live. I mean, there's always desires of locations, but... Well, do you believe that God can speak through people? Absolutely. So come on, bring then, it on. I'm telling you to go to Kansas. Kansas. Let's go. <laughs> that would have to be a pretty big sign. <laughs> that might have been it right there. Straighten the mic. <laughs>
1: oh, man. That happened to me once. I was on a mission trip in Uganda, and uh, I was 19 years old. And, uh, the, the missionary was named Cliff and he, he looked at me and he was like, do you believe that God can speak through people? And I'm like, of course. Yeah. He's like, well, then you need to drop out of school and move to Uganda and be a pastor here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, wait a second. Yeah, I'm not this, sure about This, uh, isn't, I don't know. <laughs> no, setup." <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is awesome, man. Well, this has been like honestly the most we've probably had a sit down, com- well, maybe borderline sit down conversation. And so it's been fun. It's, yeah. cool. it's cool to talk mm-hmm. to all these random questions about the girls. And I will say, man, I am genuinely just so, so proud of them, so in- inspired and encouraged to see how far they've come, what they've gone through. I was actually with Evie. It was her and I the first time we actually met Lindsay, and she met Lindsay in person because they had known each other and communicated online for a few years. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. You I weren't. Wasn't cool. Yeah, you were in a school. Yeah, but up in Northern California, we had a photo shoot. I don't know if anyone listening has seen those photos, but they were they're beautiful photos. It was. Four years ago, I guess, on the coastline up in NorCal. And it was the first time Evie and I both met Lindsay. And it was so much fun. And it was just so cool to see their excitement like with each other for the first time in person. And it's mm-hmm. pretty crazy to see like even from that moment of meeting, it never stopped. And it doesn't seem like it's ever gonna stop. And we believe that you guys are both gonna be in our lives our whole life. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. No, God has definitely intertwined our lives
1: together. And I've I'm so grateful for it. And I continually Pray that God continues to intertwine our lives more, and it's um, it's really beautiful. And I, I mean, we we personally haven't had a whole lot of time together. This is maybe the longest stretch of time that we've had together, just uninterrupted. Yeah. And I love every minute of it, and uh, I'm excited to get you know get to know you even more. Yeah, I'm excited so, to get you all to move to Smoke <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, yeah. Make <laughs> your make your government
0: better. <laughs> oh man. Hey, no comment. <laughs> Dude, no, it's been fun though. It's been it's been good good chat and good talking and Mm -hmm. everyone that's listening make sure you go like and follow my instagram at no i'm just kidding (laughs) make sure to go follow andrew roman at flip phone guy (laughs) oh my gosh
1: i think i have one i think it's mr andrew roman (laughs) oh come on how on brand that's perfect i don't i don't know uh i haven't been on it in a few months or years or whatever I don't know. Uh, If you guys want more of me and Landon, uh, do something about that. Um, I don't know. There's like Facebook groups and DMs and I don't know. You can just watch it a lot. And so the subscriber watch list goes up. I don't know. There you go. Come on.
0: You got to reinforce this magic. This, this was, was perfect. Again. This was fun. <laughs> I think we should keep doing this. And if we were to have a podcast, I think we should start one. Maybe. We'll see what people think after this. They might hate us. They might love us. You don't know. If we were to have a podcast, what should we call it? Oh, I don't know. The mm. I can't come up with anything. I got nothing. <laughs> but it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, well, awesome, awesome sauce podcast awesome <laughs> sauce podcast with chips and beer <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. disclaimer God. I've been I've been I've been eating
1: chips and drinking some beer this whole time so if you hear crunches and slurps it's uh, all
0: me <laughs> <laughs> oh man this has been so much fun bro thank you so much for taking the time to, to chat mm-hmm. and, and yeah. cheers it's always a blessing to be with you mm-hmm. so, cheers <laughs> to the future <laughs> well with that being said You guys have a great night. It's Mm -hmm. been fun. (laughs) Good night.